welcome to another episode of Angry Girl Music with the Indie Rock Persuasion. I'm your host, Amanda Starling, here to talk to you about all things intersectional feminism, DIY, and of course the music. Wow, the simulation feels really broken right now. My heart goes out to every band, promoter, booking company, talent agent, photographer, and creator impacted by COVID-19. If you're in a position to spend money on merch, buy tickets in advance for shows, or just Venmo folks, please consider supporting everyone who's struggling in this really confusing and trying time. This also goes for folks who work in the service industry, who may lose hours due to businesses being shut down and the government's effort to curb social interaction. If you're able, just please practice social distancing and avoid crowds for your health and the health of others who may be vulnerable or may have immunocompromised health due to COVID-19 and these situations. I plan to continue the podcast as usual in an effort to give you all some friends in your ears, the creators and makers in our community who have this unforgettable spirit and impact on how we consume art. It's my hope to help inspire in times where we can feel lonely or isolated. Just know that you're not alone. I'm here to listen, collaborate, and create. Heck, we could all live stream a Star Wars movie in a massive Skype call if that's what we need. Just take some time to take care of yourselves as best as you can. I love you all, and I appreciate you all. Please take care of yourselves right now. And if you ever need to to just chat, hit me up in my social media DMs. We'll start really fun chains online just to keep socializing, interacting, and keeping our spirits up. So now on to this week's guest. I'm joined once more by some of the most special folks I've ever had on the podcast. It's Rena and Katie from Bakai. As you may remember, Bakai was one of the first bands to come onto the podcast and share so much of their beginning with me as they grew in DC. Now they've released another perfect record, Pleasure Vision, and are taking steps to grow as musicians and a band. Rena and Katie share so much of what into the record and what Bakai is up to now. So with that, let's hear some more music off of Pleasure Vision and then get into the interview. You tried to never touch that stuff I stepped a line of blood Dripped from my nose to chin You tried to 
Katie, Rena, welcome back to Anger Girl Music and the Indie Rock Persuasion. How are you both doing? Great. Great. Yeah. So thanks for having us. Absolutely. It's such a happy reunion to be able to talk to y'all from Buckeye. This is so cool because you were like one of the very first podcast guests and everything. And catching up with you a couple years later after so much growth for y'all is just so amazing. Thank you. Yes. And you were our first ever podcast slash interview slash anything. Yeah, so thank you for <laughs> taking a chance on us and um, interviewing us back in the day when we first started out it means a lot. Yeah, it's it's I'm so glad that we were able to do that then because I feel like we got such a cool snapshot of like Buckeye kind of toward the beginning. And, you know, you y'all have done so much in that time period since 2017, which is so cool. And so have you. Like yeah. it's very impressive that you're still doing the podcast, and it yeah, like just keeps getting better and better. And it's like live shows yeah. at fest and all these things. Like oh uh, yeah, so cool. Thank you. It's been an exciting couple of years, and you know, I think if anything, seeing bands like you grow over that time period have definitely motivated me to grow too. Awesome. Yeah. How have you both been? How are things in DC? Um. They're good. <laughs> <laughs> For you personally, we don't have to talk about the climate itself. I know that that's a little, yeah, cold, yeah. little much. <laughs> yeah, we've, we've been practicing a lot because yeah. we have our record release show next Friday. Oh, that's um, exciting. At this place called Songbird in, in D.C. Um, so we had a lot of practice. We were practicing today yeah. Yeah, before this podcast. So, yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Like, I don't know what has changed, like, in the past few years. Like, like, hanging out, playing shows, like, eating delicious food in D.C. I don't know. Yeah, Yeah, we've been trying to, we've been trying to play, like, shows out of D.C. more often. Like, we've Mm -hmm. done a lot of little mini weekend tours. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, like, going up to New Jersey and uh, down to Richmond. Richmond, Yeah. yeah. Virginia Beach. Virginia Beach, yeah. That's so awesome. I feel like I've seen y'all announce more shows that are like outside of your area and everything, which is really cool. Like, uh, yeah, the nice goal. <laughs> yeah. The nice part is, is like, I'm sure a lot of like decent sized cities and stuff are like within driving distance for y'all. So that makes it really nice to be kind of centrally located in that way. Yeah, yeah absolutely. That's perfect for y'all being able to grow as a band. Um, so let's let's get right into it. I mean, last time we recorded, what was it? Like Down the Drain, I think was like just fresh out. Yeah. And like within a year you had your EP. That's so incredible to put out so much music. How do you feel you've kind of like grown as musicians leading up to now like Pleasure Vision? I mean, I feel like we talked about this when the first um time that we did an episode with you, but this was all of our first bands. Mm-hmm. Like not like our first time in experience like an instrument like Katie's been playing piano and keys and singing forever Andrew's been playing guitar forever but Eileen and I like both like in the past like five years or so like started our instruments and then none of us had been in a like an actual active band before so that's been a very like cool experience to grow together and like do all these different things so when we did down the drain like we didn't have like um I guess like a an album direction for that that was just mostly like the songs that we had already put together as a band and just like recorded all of them and put them out so it was like oh I like to call it like a very extended demo (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> yeah, we kind of did it backwards. Yeah. Like, it has like 10 songs on it, and then we did like a normal EP. Yeah. With, like five songs. Um, yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, I feel like we've like tightened up a lot over the course of three years. And um, uh, Pleasure Vision, we actually like got it professionally recorded. Like yeah. all of our other recordings we just did like in a basement with our friend. He, you did a great job. No, he did an amazing, amazing job. job. Like not knocking basement recordings at yeah. all. Like it was really well done. But this time we um, worked with Jay Robbins of Jumpbox. So, yeah. And he was the person that um, recorded and produced this record. And working in an actual studio was just a total change for us. Like all the equipment that he had available was yeah, just, fun. yeah, so fun and outstanding. So, I mean, with Down the Drain and then doing the self-titled EP, we got... Um, the offer to put it out on Get Better Records. Our friend Alex hit us up and they offered us the opportunity to put the tape out, which was like so, so like amazing. amazing. Like we were, yeah. yeah, like we were so excited. We're just like, oh my goodness. Like we really admire all the bands on Get Better. Like we would love to be a part of this like collective. This is great. And they've just been such a pleasure to work with. And then like everything was, I guess, going well with the EP yeah. and they were like, if you would ever be interested in doing an LP with us, we'd be really interested in that. So then Pleasure Vision came to, like, yeah, yeah came together and we recorded it in September. September yeah. yeah, September 2019. And it will be out in March 6th, 2020. Yeah. But by the time this is out, it will be out in the world and available everywhere. And hopefully people will listen to it. <laughs> I'm certain they will. I recently got excited because a podcast guest that I had earlier this year, um, her name's Tom V. She's out of Switzerland. When I asked her about bands that she's really excited about, she listed Baca. And I was like, whoa, let me get this straight. There's a teenager in Switzerland who is incredibly talented, who loves Baca. And I'm just like, whoa, that's how far this band has reached in this time period. It's like there are teenagers in Europe who are getting into Baca now. That's Wait, so awesome. That's yeah. wild. Yeah. That's I know. That's the internet. Yeah. <laughs> oh, here comes my dog. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that's so exciting, though. Like, I seriously was, like, jaw dropped in, like, the best way possible because it's, like, I knew that y'all were growing, and especially with the opportunity with, like, Get Better and all. But, like, how cool is that? That, like, you know, there are people who are in, like, other parts of the planet who are, like, jamming a Bacchae. <laughs> Yeah, it would be amazing to one day make it over to Europe. Like, that's definitely yeah. on a bucket list for us. But anybody listening to it, like, that was real. That's an awesome reach. That's incredible. Thank you. Yeah, of course. I mean, I, I started to feel like I saw maybe over the last two years a lot of momentum happening, especially with that connection that you got with Get Better. I mean, they're a great label. Yeah. And then, like, as soon as I saw your tape turning going over, I'm like, oh, here it comes. They're blowing up. It's happening. And it feels like you kind of just keep getting more and more momentum like that. Yeah, we're hoping to keep it, like, moving. And hoping this year, like, we're able to tour out a little bit more, like, off of the EP. Like, we unfortunately, like, had some opportunities come up that we couldn't make work just, like, with scheduling. We all recently, like, got yeah, jobs in, like, the yeah, like, six-month like, period. Yeah. Like, and it was just really hard to take off time. But this year, we're like, okay, we're doing it. And we got offered a tour with uh, Alice Bag later this summer in July. Wow. We'll be hitting the Midwest. And we're yeah. hoping to make it other places. So we're open and available yeah, for, for touring opportunities. Yeah, we're, doing, we're going through, like, 
uh, like Pittsburgh, Ohio, and Chicago. Yeah, and like hopefully three, yeah. we'll get some additional dates around, like maybe hopefully like Detroit or yeah, we're yeah. gonna try to add a couple more yeah. dates to that week because it's not a full week. Yeah. yeah. That's amazing. Well, congratulations. And people are definitely going to have to try to come out to those dates over the summer because that just sounds like such an awesome opportunity. What a great band to play with, too. Yeah, yeah I, like, it's completely like mind-blowing to be able to go on tour with such a legend such as Alice Bag. And Alice put out a single on Get Better last um, December, December 9th, 2019. So we're like technically label meets, which is really exciting. And Ooh. like the fact that we got asked was really, really amazing. Yeah. And she has a new record that just came out, which is yeah. but on a different label. Her. Yeah, her new album is <laughs> called Sister Dynamite. And she has some great like dates around like the Midwest run that we're doing. Because right before that, she's coming off some dates with Bikini Kill, which oh, is wow. incredible. And I like put it out into the universe that one day we would love to play with Bikini Kill. So hopefully that happens for us in the future sometime. The circle keeps getting closer. That's what that yeah. is. <laughs> You're like another degree of separation closer. Yeah. <laughs> Fingers crossed. <laughs> That'd be so sick. I feel like the energy that y'all have would totally mesh well with like a Bikini Kill show. Not going to lie. Thank you. Especially <laughs> with the new record. Thanks. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, so I know that you put a lot into this record. Walk me through a little bit of um, kind of like writing and recording the record. Were there any um, artists or creators that kind of like influenced or inspired you as you were putting it all together? Um, I I don't really know if yeah if we have like a specific artists in mind like making the record we all really like the pixies yeah. we talk about that a lot as a band yeah like we all collectively love like the doolittle album and everything that the pixies have done so i think that's like a major influence on our music in general but with like pleasure vision we tried to do what we've always done before which is create a bunch of songs that sound different from each other and kind of like use things from different genres yeah um I really yeah I think like we all like you know like albums that kind of like take you through like a bunch of different sounds and emotions and don't kind of sound like the same like wall of you know like sometimes you'll get an album and it's like every song sounds kind of the same like it's like all in the same key kind of and all the same tempo yeah. and we tried not to do that and I feel like um, we yeah. kind of jump around from like the type of song writing style that we go to like it could be like a popular song or like a heavier song or like more synth driven songs yeah. so, but it's still always the other day a Bakai song so I feel that we made a good collection of songs for this album and we had talked about like sequencing like so much about how we wanted the songs to be on the record and like people don't really consume music that way anymore. Like there's a lot of playlists or like just shuffle play and stuff. So hopefully like when people hear the songs, like they enjoy them, like wherever, the, like whatever space they hear them or in whatever order they listen to them too. But like, if you do listen to it from start to finish, then we were really like, like specific about how we wanted it to flow. That makes sense. I feel like uh, with the way that this record opens, it just like, 
it's a nice punch from the start, like listening to leave town and stuff. I've, I feel the energy and I'm just like, it's, it, it, it feels like I stepped on a roller coaster and I'm like ready to ride everything that like Baka just is taking me on it from the start. And I feel like you have that consistent energy that just weaves throughout the entire record. And it even ends on that like punchy note too. Yeah. And I mean, like Katie has talked about like putting leave town as like the first one because you had said like, if it was like right in the middle, like maybe it would be like, Oh, like different. Like it wouldn't make, as much sense like, yeah, just, like we wanted to be to, like as aggressive off the front yeah like, we want to like, start up with something yeah. heavy rather than because like sometimes like also even online like people will just listen to the first song or two of an album yeah and like we didn't want to like put like one of the popular songs first and have people think that we're like an indie rock band or something you know mm-hmm. yeah like we have those elements but like we switch, switch and yeah go different directions with every song i feel <laughs> It's true. It's part of what I enjoy the most about your music because we can have a moment that feels like super poppy and then we can just twist into something heavy in a second. And it's just like some of the most fun to me about listening to your music. And it's so cool how you've kept so much of like, I feel you're kind of like punkier identity, but also it's like so much your own twist of it. It's like you've really claimed your own identity within that space. Thank you. It's so cool. Um, so, like, uh, kind of back to what we were starting to chat about earlier with, like, um, putting together the record. I know that you described that, like, there was a lot of intention also of, like, um, the order of the songs and, like, even just the different sounds that you played with. Can you walk me through a little bit about what you mean by, like, where you decided to place different songs? Like, I know that, like, the, the heavier energy for Leave Town was kind of intentional, but what about, like, the structure of the rest of the record? Um, I guess we have the record in front of us, so we can yeah, see right. what the, like, the track was. <laughs> <laughs> so it's I like, know, yeah. I know, I don't know. Like, I know for me personally, one of one of the best things about recording this album was getting to use different pianos, like at the recording studio, mm-hmm. and using a Leslie organ cabinet. Like, you know, like those like rotating, it has like a rotating speaker inside of it. And oh, wow. it's like popular in like 70s music, uh, like 70s rock. Um, and um, yeah, I, like I got to use that on a couple of songs and that was really different. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, like, so like side A of the record is Leave Town, Stop Looking, Hammer, Say How You Feel, The Older I Get, Life Online, and, like, we kind of put the more, like, popular songs in the middle, and then, mm-hmm. like, like, bookend them with the, like, faster pace, like, heavier songs, mm-hmm. and then, like, the next side, we kind of do the same, like, it's, like, bookending it with the, like, more, like, upbeat or, like, heavier mm-hmm. or more aggressive songs on the end, and then, like, the popular, like, slower songs in the middle but like if you're listening to it from start to finish it's just like I feel like it keeps you interested throughout all of it and like nothing comes as a shock when you're listening to it like we didn't want people to like have it like have the bait and switch or something like it's just like first song being like hammer or something because mm-hmm. just like leave town or like losing war comes in and it's like what band am I listening to again but, <laughs> yeah yeah, it's kind of cool because I feel like in some ways it was like that perfect balance of like adrenaline, a little bit of sugar, like 
and then more adrenaline just pumped yeah. throughout and like the most balanced, almost like it, it was chemically balanced, if you will, for like a sound. <laughs> I'm like, holy shit, this is so cool. Yeah, I mean, I really like when artists do that. Like another artist that we really love is Mannequin Pussy and Patience mm. that came out last year. Like they have a mix of different styles too. Like they have their very heavy songs. And like what was cool about their records, they put the heavy songs like kind of like towards the end and then like ended with like a very beautiful song which was like oh like it woke us up like you're mm-hmm. just like oh hey like I'm still here I'm present in this album it's like still like amazing so yeah like just trying to change it up and not having all the same type of song like right in order basically that's really clever and it really works I feel like for this record it I just yeah I kept getting excited and I left it on loop on purpose so that way I could just kind of keep writing that again and again in that way thank you yeah um I love the way that um the record has kind of been described in press because I feel like so much of this record and it's true with how it's described is like I feel like so much of the songs is about perspective and the way that like you kind of are experiencing moments from your point of view and stuff and how that can kind of shift. And like, uh, yeah, that's just so interesting to me. Did you kind of go in with like a concept of kind of like perspective in the way that you see things or did that come together after? I guess it came together after, like, I don't know, like we didn't set out and like write all the songs and so to be like these are going to be on an album together we're just i don't know just like chugging along writing songs like as they as we feel inspired yeah Um, i mean like with like lyrical content that's all you so if you had any like themes or basic ideas that you were going for but i feel like you like lump together like it's like these are like angrier songs or like these are like sad songs and it's just based on how you're feeling yeah i don't yeah i don't really know like what to say about the songs overall but like specific songs I think I could like speak more on um yeah I don't know yeah like it's always it's always easy to write a song about you know negative emotions and I feel like there's a lot of that on the album but there's also like some songs that are like hopeful like Hammer mm-hmm. um yeah I guess yeah Hammer's about perspective and about kind of aging and like seeing that like something that held power over you when you were a child or something that really brought you down previously like no longer brings you down because you've grown um yeah yeah I love that hammer always felt like that was actually one of my favorite songs on the record because it felt like there was like um this almost image to me of like self-sculpting, like, you know, carving out your, yourself and who you want to be in spite of like all the things that you can go through in life. And like, uh, I feel like it was so danceable and the keys to it really stood out to me as like part of kind of that upbeat lifting kind of energy and stuff. Was that something you're kind of trying to go for? Yeah, which keys I, did you use for that one? Was that? I guess so. I actually, the, the key, the, the keys on hammer are so unbelievably simple. Like I'm just like <laughs> holding chords. Like there's nothing, like there's no like fancy, you know, arpeggiated stuff or anything. Yeah, like it's so just, <laughs> yeah, they just kind of add that like twinkle that's like kind of floating above the guitar and bass. So, yeah, yeah. That's like one of the most bouncy oh. songs I feel. It's definitely a 
<laughs> I loved the bounce of that one too. And like, yeah, that was a more like hopeful, upbeat song that I got really excited about listening to it. Thank you. Yeah, definitely. Um, and there were just so many, like that was probably one of my favorites as far as like when I look at like the lyrics to it and stuff where it's like the whole, like I returned to somewhere that I hated once and found how much it had changed. I can't tell you how many times that happens throughout life. And that was just like, a, oh, I just got punched over the head with this like real feel. <laughs> like that was something that was just really poignant to me. Yeah, I thought um, that that's a very relatable lyric like, yeah. across the board for anybody. Yeah, I like. Yeah. I feel. Yeah, I feel proud of that particular <laughs> line. Sure. Like, oh yeah? yeah, yeah. I feel really. I feel really good about. Um, I feel like particularly proud of the lyrics in Hammer and say how you feel. Like, I feel like it's gonna be hard to like write another song. It's like, you know, <laughs> I could. I don't know. Don't be so hard on yourself. <laughs> <laughs> What's the real point of pride for you? Is it what? What kind of makes you feel that way about those songs in particular? Was it like maybe just what you were conveying? Yeah, I guess so. Or I guess, like, I would try to not write cheesy lyrics and not have, like, everything rhyme perfectly. I don't know, like, I pay a lot of attention to, like, the meter of the lines and, you know, try to, like, not create anything with cliche imagery, like, try to think, like, oh, there's, like, a lot of songs that, like, would turn it, like, you know, turn the phrase this way, or, like, should I get more creative and you know, like use an unexpected word. I don't know. Yeah, you definitely did that really nicely with Hammer, honestly. That was like one of my standouts for that is just the, what you really just were able to put out there with that song. And like, um, yeah, I, I find myself getting excited about so many songs on this record. Like I think about um, when Everything Ugly premiered as a single, I really enjoyed it. And I feel like there's this cool, just kind of like exploration of self in that one too, because it feels like you're kind of reckoning with like parts of life and where you don't fit within like society's kind of like cookie cutter of what it is to be. And like, you know, you're kind of confronting all this like shit that's going on in life where it's like you see what others' accomplishments or their ideas of accomplishments are versus who you are and like embracing that. And that's, that's what I love about that song. Yeah, Everything Ugly is definitely one of my favorite songs, and that was the first single that we released. So we recorded it as a standalone single and decided that we wanted to re-record it to be on the album because mm -hmm. we all really loved it. Um, but I feel like every time that like I hear the song, it's just like thinking about it in terms of like, oh, life has to be like so linear and like you must do X, Y, Z by the time that you're this age. And like, but the next thing after that is this and the next one after that. And it's like life doesn't really work like that. Mm -hmm. So it's just nice to know that like other people feel that way and like yeah. you aren't like, you know, falling behind in some way. Right. Absolutely. And it's like, especially the nonlinear concept, I really love because it's like, I know for me personally, I've kind of done things in like a weird order in a sense of like, oh yeah, I got a house in like my mid twenties and stuff. I'm not married yet. I don't have kids, but I've got dogs and, you know, I'm still figuring my shit out with my career and everything. And like, everybody kind of does things in their own way. And I feel like that was such an awesome takeaway of that song. It kind of felt validating because everybody kind of has their own like journey and stuff in spite of like what, you know, pop culture and society trying to tell us what life should be like or how we should live, you know? Right. Yeah. Yeah. Not everything is just in the like a picture perfect package right yeah it's funny because it's like I feel like there's some like pop intonations within that song that kind of like uh 
it's like pop is sometimes treated as like this whole like perfect experience, perfect sound and everything because it can be so universal. And to have that kind of like juxtaposed with this whole concept of like you don't have to be perfect and you don't have to be linear and stuff is just so fascinating to me. Yeah, because sure. you don't. <laughs> no formula to like living, like do what you feel. Yeah. Also, it's just kind of about like how you know w- when you're depressed, like you just get this negative, like demon, like voice inside of you that's and comparing like comparing yourself to yeah, everyone around you. And it's like you're yeah. not doing anything well. And yeah, like I think yeah, it's a good feeling to like try to get rid of through song. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it definitely helps kind of banish a lot of those feelings of just like, you know, you, you, you get become very overly critical of yourself when you see what other people are doing. I feel like, especially in the age of the internet. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Social yeah, media. Social media. Like, it's like you can put on a show mm-hmm. about like how you really are and then like people will become, I guess, more down on themselves because like, oh, this person's yeah. doing that. Like, I should have done that. Or like, uh-huh. comparing yourself to every single thing. It's really hard to not do it. but. Yeah, I wish it were easier to just get outside of your head on that. Right, and that's like the perfect segue into like life online too, because like, (laughs) (laughs) holy shit, that one was extremely relatable. It's funny because I was listening to that one while I was literally scrolling through my phone. I'm like, oh, (laughs) I'm doing that. Oh, oops. (laughs) I mean, like everything's so like instant now. Mm-hmm. And you can build like yeah. a whole entire like life and persona like through the internet and yeah. just buy anything to make you the person that you have seen displayed in yeah. any sort of like medium, I guess. Also, that song is just kind of about like how you can feel kind of like out of control and like disgusted with yourself, like mm-hmm. you yeah. know, spending all this time like getting like a dopamine rush, like scrolling through everything, yeah. or, like just buying or, things like, that don't actually. Make you, yeah, don't actually yeah. make you happy, like, when they arrive with the mail, like, it's just kind of, like, this twisted, like, pleasure-seeking, you know, frame yeah. of mind that, like, you can get into. Like, um, one serotonin for every, like, click that you yeah. make. Right. <laughs> it's so wild. I know. I Sometimes it's, like, I feel like I'm battling being in, like, an in-real-life Sims character at this point. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Because it's like we're all thriving off of these like weird like bursts of dopamine that are just like, I don't know. It feels like we're in a simulation a lot. Not to go like all conspiracy theorists or anything, but it's kind of like, oh my God, this is like, this is how we find happiness and like, this is how we sustain ourselves. And it's very strange. And I know that like, I've tried to like cut back on like digital subscriptions of any kind, just because it's kind of like oh god I'm like relying on this for like happiness now and like that's what that's what we got right yeah Yeah. actually I recently lost my phone on the metro um and I I was like totally without a phone for you know like 24 hours and I felt like at first I felt a little bit upset um but then I was like oh my god I feel so free like this is amazing like I don't like (laughs) Katie emailed. I like emailed the you band. guys. I was like so <laughs> yeah. happy. I was just like, no, I'm like, I was like, know, I can't respond to anything. I'm like, offline for a minute. Like, I lost my phone on the train. And it's like, okay, <laughs> cool. Talk to you when you get back. Oh my gosh. Yeah. That's like exuberant happiness to kind of be off the grid for a minute. Yeah. yeah. I actually I got the phone back yesterday. 
Oh my goodness. I've been lost for like three weeks. Wow. And um, I had kind of like resigned myself to like, oh, I, I had all these recordings on it oh, of like yeah. song ideas and also just like field recordings. Oh. Like one thing that I like, sometimes I'll just like record sounds like out, you Your know, bees. out and about. Yeah, I have, I have recordings of my bees buzzing. Katie is a beekeeper. And I was like, oh God, I have like, oh, like 200 recordings that I'm just like never going to see again. Like, oh wow. I, like, I felt like so like sick about it, but now I can back them all up because I have. that's so good that's a relief for at least like you know your creativity and your music and stuff um that sounds like an opportunity for another song almost like a follow-up to life online it's like (laughs) (laughs) life it's like okay i was off the grid now i've i've experienced life without my phone for 24 hours i've been reunited with everything how do i feel now I don't know, like, being so connected to, like, being online or, like, having your phone, like, with everything, like, it's, like, I need my phone for, like, work, like, entertainment, like, personal stuff, and it's just, like, always there, mm-hmm. but, like, the times when you can kind of disconnect, which are, like, few and far between these days, I feel, like, are very, like, welcomed. Yeah. Right. If anything, it's, like, I've been trying to kind of teach myself a little bit of, like, this awareness of, like, if I'm watching a movie I'm really excited about, I try to leave my phone in the other room kind of thing so I actually, yeah. like, properly enjoy it kind of thing. Right. Like, not to be on, like, the internet and, like, posting a tweet, like, at the same time. Like, it's like, I'm watching the movie. Right. Like, you're not watching the just movie watch you're it. Yeah. yeah. It's like, are you really? I caught myself doing that the other morning watching a show, and I'm just like, damn it. I did it again. And I'm like, thankfully, it's, like, something on streaming where it's like, I can just put it back on again. And I watched it again without any distractions. But I'm just kind of yeah. like – I lost that moment of like just properly consuming it beforehand, you know? That's why I like going to the movies because like you're just forced to be like in the theater and not be looking at your phone because why would you be? You paid the money to be there, like be engaged with the movie, you know? That's why I like going camping. Oh, yeah, you always like turn your phone off. Yeah, I don't have a phone for like, well, I go to places too, like. I've been to like Assateague Island several times, which is oh, wow. the island off the coast of Mara. It's like a barrier island and there are wild ponies there because there was a Spanish shipwreck like a few decades ago. And, or decades, a few yeah. centuries. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was like 30 um, years ago, those ponies. <laughs> um, so yeah, like that's always like such a good feeling to be like, I don't have cell service. Like there's no yeah. cell service in this area that I'm in. Yeah. yeah. I'm not a camper, but <laughs> <laughs> like I'll try to like be like after a certain time, like I'll just like put my phone away. Like if I'm home and like mm-hmm. it's just like I'm on all day at work, you know? Like right. I just, like, wanna disconnect or like if I'm at the gym and like taking a class or something, it's like I can't be on my phone. Like it's like I'm working out, like I'm doing something else, like occupying my like my energy here right now. Like Right. Yeah, yeah I do that with working out too. I do, I do like yoga classes and where I'm like spending an hour and a half up to three hours sometimes just like doing that, nothing else. And I'm like, oh cool. All I have is like the music that my instructor put on and yeah. that's it. And it's like it feels so good for your brain. <laughs> It is good for your brain. My brain's just like, thank you. I I got to like, my brain's like, thank you. I got to shut up for a couple hours, you know, (laughs) between that and like, um, when I've traveled abroad, I don't pay for like 
coverage yeah, okay. for my cell in Europe or anything. So like what I've done is, is just like only used Wi-Fi. So I'm like, oh, cool. I just erased like, you know, hours I would have spent scrolling through my phone while on like a train or something. And I'm like, oh yeah, I'm actually just enjoying everything going on around me. And Damn. yeah, that's, that's the kind of stuff that's special. But yeah, I just... I'm glad we talked about this stuff only because it's like life online literally reminded me of all these like really crucial things. And yeah. I, I'm sure everybody else when they hear the song is going to feel the same way. <laughs> yeah. I'm interested in people's thoughts about that one. That was, that is like, like a really fun song to play. Mm-hmm. Like we played it live for the first time. Um, was that in December in Asbury Park? Yeah, or, so. yeah. Like, um, and people were doing a really, like, tasteful, slow skank to it. What? <laughs> it was, like, really mind-blowing. And I was, like, so much. That was a crazy show. Yeah, that was so fun. Like, Asbury <laughs> Park's the best. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Slow skank. I love, yeah. like, you love to see it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah I was like, I haven't seen anyone do this since high school. Like, yeah. what's going on? Like, are we Where a ska band now? Yeah. <laughs> For a moment, you were a ska yeah. band. Awesome. Well, <laughs> like, beautiful moment yeah. in New Jersey. Yeah, please let me <laughs> skank to our music if you would like. Oh my gosh, I love that so much. Um, <laughs> Well, we've talked about a lot of songs that I love on Pleasure Vision, but do you have favorites off the record that just, like, really stand out to you? Yeah, so um, Turns Me is a song Mm -hmm. that we had started writing, like, pretty close (laughs) on, like, three years ago. ago. Yeah, like, seriously, like, it's gone through so many different iterations of what it's going to be, and, like, it's it's wild, y'all. Okay. So, like, the rest of the band started writing the song when I was out of town one week for practice, and then I came back, and, like, they were, like, oh, we're, like, writing this, like, kind of, like, dancey song, and I was, like, okay, so that was, like, three years ago, and then we kind of, like, put it on the backboard because we went a different direction for, like, down the drain with the song that they were going to focus on there, and then with the EP, we're, like, turns me is going to be the last song on the EP, like, can't wait for it to be on there, and then, like, we didn't finish it and, like, changed it, like, three or four more times before we finally got to where it is now. And it used to have like a key intro or a key in voice that like we got rid of like the day before we recorded Mm -hmm. at the studio. And yeah. It's so wild looking at all, like we're looking at the the track listing right now and like thinking about the timeline, like some of the songs like, yeah, it took like more than a year to write and some of them we like wrote right before we recorded like hammer was just like done, done. and yeah. but like yeah it turns me like three years like, we just making. we would just like revisit it like every once in a while and right. be like oh yeah let's work on that like every <laughs> right and same with see it coming because that used to be a different song yeah. too and like just turned out to be going in a different direction mm-hmm. but yeah those two songs like have just been through different versions like over the course of our career as a band but it's nice to see that they're finally a final like version of themselves and hopefully people enjoy them because we've spent literal years working (laughs) (laughs) it's not like we're working on it yeah it's really funny how you're like thinking about like people like changing parts like guitar parts or like whatever and like what do you mean people changing guitar parts 
and your tears. No, like everybody changing like their respective instrument yeah. parts and getting into these like band like disagreements. Yeah, like, oh, like, why do you, not change it? Why did you change the measure here? Like, oh my god. <laughs> yeah. That's so funny, but it's it's good that you kind of took your time with these songs and really let them kind of reach their full potential here because those are really great songs. Um, yeah, if anything, like as soon as you said um, said uh, turns me, I was just like, oh yeah, that was another banger on the record. Damn it, that's <laughs> <laughs> to bring up that one too. But yeah, that that's seriously amazing, and it's great to hear like about all kind of like the effort that you put into that. Yeah, we've not played a lot of these songs live yet since mm-hmm. the album hasn't come out, but there are a few that like we we're like throwing into our set list like mm-hmm. as we we're getting like geared up for recording just to practice them a little bit. Mm-hmm. And um one of like another song that kind of came together pretty quickly was Stop Looking. Mm-hmm. Um we did that at our band retreat uh like about a year and a half ago. Yeah. Ago. And that was just like I think the song was like a minute and a half or something. Yeah but it's really fun to trade off vocals um, between Katie and myself on that and like each having like swapping the verses and it's a lot of fun to play live another bouncy like danceable song. That's so awesome. Katie do you have any other songs that that are your favorites too or? Um I don't I like I don't know it's like I like I mean there are lots of different things that I like about the you know it's like choosing between children or something like, I mean just it's true yeah um I guess I really in terms of like performing older I get and leave town are really fun because you get to or because I don't play keyboard at all in those so I can like jump around and like you know just scream and oh, I, wait, what was older I get where your keyboard fell on top of you when you oh, were, yeah. like, you weren't like the keyboard. At our last show, I finally <laughs> kicked my keyboard for the first time. Like, I, I do a lot of, like, falling on the ground and stuff like that. <laughs> or we all, like, get really into, like, the live performances because we think that it's so much more fun. Or we like it when, like, bands, like, jump around and move a lot because it's, like, you're there not just to hear but to like see something yeah and yeah i finally kicked my keyboard off the stand for the first time um, but it did not touch the ground it didn't touch the ground it did twist and then caught and she it didn't right miss before a note it either like just yeah. went through the and, like kept singing with like my keyboard like in one <laughs> hand and like the microphone in another it was awesome that was like the <laughs> moment where i was like i'm a real musician now <laughs> That's some punk rock shit right there. <laughs> you kick the keyboard. It's it's real. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it always feels good though when you like flub something and then like like you like miss a note or something and just pick the beat back up. And yeah. that's that's been like one of the like joys of like growing Great as a band. Yeah. yeah, and like because like we didn't know what we were doing three years ago at all, like live. And it was like or yeah. I mean we knew what we were doing. It was like it was like, oh like like you didn't feel like the like I, the ability to like let loose as much yeah. as you do now like feeling more comfortable with like just performing out and like being so relaxed, get, like, relaxed yeah. yeah like having fun while you're playing like not and, being nervous yeah anymore. yeah oh so like before every show can I talk about shake it out yeah <laughs> okay so before every show like we shake it out and it's just like an old like theater like warm-up yeah, like we're theater, just theater like kid yeah. thing to do. <laughs> oh my gosh we just like have this ritual that like just it makes us more comfortable I feel yeah. maybe on stage like it's like 
all of it's gone and like we're ready to go. You know, they either like you shake your hand and you're like one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, one, you know, like yeah. you shake like every limb of your body. Like, yeah. Yeah. yeah, like <laughs> and we offer like other bands that we play with to like shake it out with us before the show if they would like to join us. Which That's is so cute. I love that. Honestly, it's good because it's like, you know, then, you know, everybody's kind of feeling good getting ready to get on stage and stuff. You're kind of all synced up in that way, too, because you do it together. It totally works for like theater and bands. Yeah, for sure. It's fun. Oh, I love to hear that. That's so cool. Um, So uh, just another pleasure vision question for you. Like, what is something you really want your listeners to get out of this record? Oh. I, I I guess um, I mean I want people to enjoy the songs when they listen to. I don't know, like yeah. I guess like some of the songs I don't want people to feel catharsis, like you know songs like Everything Ugly, um, say how you feel. or Say How You Feel, like just yeah, like I mean I feel like that's always like the goal of like writing lyrics is like you know, thinking about the listener and, like, whether or not they're going to experience catharsis and, like, it's going to, you know, help them work through feelings or whatever. Um, but also, I hope that people dance because I think we have, like, a very good balance of, you know, songs that make you, like, get in the feels, but there are also a lot of songs that make you want to shake your booty. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. <laughs> yeah, just, like, I don't know, like, letting it all go and just like enjoying and being present, like being present, like would be something that I hope that people get out of this and like being able to enjoy the whole entire work that we put together and I guess see where we were coming from mm-hmm. as we were writing it and recording it and just knowing how far we've come as a band in the past like three years. I mean, yeah. 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 Yeah, I hope they enjoy yeah, it. Just yeah, we just want to enjoy it. Just put it on the <laughs> Like, that's, like, a really scary thing. Like, once, like, it's, like, we've had it, like, so close to our hearts, like, for so long that mm-hmm. now it's just not going to be ours anymore. So it's, like, do what you will with it. Like, whatever happens, like, whatever your interpretation of it is, like, is right. It's correct. Like, there's no wrong answer. Like, whatever it means to you is what it means yeah. to you. That's awesome. I love to hear that. Um so y'all gotten my famous any three bands question but i have a new one for you today um so pick a song off of the new record that you would give to like maybe your favorite fictional character in tv movies geek fandom whatever you're in because everybody's a geek or something so like who who would you give a song off of pleasure vision to what song would it be Oh my oh goodness, God. I was not prepared for this. <laughs> <laughs> I did a new plot to his question. <laughs> um, I think that, okay, so I really, really like uh, the show Shit's Creek. Mm. And I would probably give Alexis Rose Turns Me. I dig it. Oh man. Um. <laughs> I don't know. This is hard. I feel, yeah, I feel like I should immediately, like, have an answer to this because I used to be an English teacher, like, a high school English teacher, and, like, this is, like, the kind of stuff that I would, like, you know, have, like, students do for, like, projects and stuff. Um, (laughs) (laughs) The tables have turned. (laughs) Um, I can... Do you have another one? Yeah. Like, give me... 
Um, I also like another TV show. <laughs> like it's like TV is a lot, but I love to just like let my mind go for a minute. But I also really love uh, The Good Place. Yes. I would um, give uh, Chidi older I get. <laughs> yes. <laughs> this is perfect. <laughs> Now I'm done. <laughs> that was a perfect answer. <laughs> um, I don't know. I've been, so my partner and I have been watching the OC. Hell nice. Um, which, like, I watched, like, parts of the, the first season when I was in high school, but then, like, never watched it. And we're, man, we're in the third season right now, and it gets, like, <laughs> super weird it yeah. does like third season is when it gets insane <laughs> yeah. but i guess I, I would give ryan hammer because uh, you know he's always oh, trying to like do better and like oh. you know, yeah like he, he's <laughs> kind of trying to figure out how to shape himself as a young man he's had a rough go oh and, yeah i love that that's so that's like so wholesome ryan atwood needs some wholesome and that's <laughs> yeah. it <laughs> That's great. That's a great, great, great answer. I also like picturing him like listening to Vodka. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I also, yeah, I can't recommend watching that show enough now. Like as an adult, <laughs> it's so funny how like campy and like yeah, like campy it is, but also like meta at times. Like the writers will like include a lot of like lines that are just like making fun of the show itself and like calling to attention like how weird it is. Right. <laughs> I don't know. It's yeah. also like a little horrifying because there's all this like low-key like misogynist like a lot of like early 2000s television oh, like yeah. there's a lot of like you know questionable choices. Questionable <laughs> yeah. um, you know yeah. choices made surrounding like female characters and right know, people saying things that like you would never say in like a primetime tv show right. now because it's like really sexist or racist so there was, yeah there were shows that were like around that time that were like better, like or before that time like it's like another okay i have one more i'm sorry <laughs> like it's like look talking about this like so we also really are huge fans of buffy yes and i would definitely have to give buffy lead channel yeah it's like it was perfect yeah that's beautiful. Yeah, it's, uh, I've gone back and I've tried to watch a lot of those shows now as an adult. Like I did the AC probably about a year and a half ago. That was, that was fun, mostly because it was so campy. Yeah. Um, I did that with Gossip Girl. That one was hard. Oh, I just did that too. Gossip Girl is really hard to watch it as an adult, mostly because I'm just <laughs> like, I, I, it, it, I was basically trying to like, I was grabbing a pillow to beat myself over the head with at one point because, like, the <laughs> scenarios were so ridiculous. And I'm just like, I just have to just accept the universe that you are a part of right now. <laughs> yes. Just with the absurdity. That was a super, yeah. like, weirdly campy show. <laughs> yeah. But, oh, my God. That's so great. I love your character song matches. This is so good. And I think – <laughs> of course if anything i might try that one out with more guests honestly just because it's like it's so much it's so much fun and i feel like sometimes whenever people think about like fandom and like geek culture and just like stuff that they're into and all that it's like oh yeah that's another way for me to like connect to a song or a record that i'm really into i did that last year with like charlie bliss and everything so i'm just like okay cool i wonder if other people are thinking and feeling that way about music too so yeah who knows, maybe I'll end up, like, having a song on a really cool teen night drama at some point, too. 
I mean, that's the dream. Yeah. (laughs) Honestly. Yeah, we played um, one of the last Kayatana shows um, where um, they, like, left us playing live. And somebody after the show said that a couple of our songs sounded like they could be on like a '90s like teen drama, which was a huge yes. compliment. That is what yeah. we aspire to, for sure. That's so awesome. Well, I hope that there are people out there listening for that kind of thing. I feel like that's starting to happen more and more because, like, there was that one um, Kayatana cover that ended up on like "To All the Boys I Love Too," <laughs> and then just like it's coming, they're coming for indie rock. Let's do it. <laughs> Perfect. Yes. Oh my gosh, it's so good. Um, thanks so much for chatting with me, y'all. Um, tell me, like, what all does Bakai have coming up this year? I know you mentioned that tour earlier, which is really exciting, but anything else yeah. you want to plug? So, um, yeah. I guess, like, we have some, like, one-off, like, kind of album release shows, like, fresh off of coming off of the release on March 6th. So after that, in April, we have a couple shows. We're playing um, Philadelphia and... Bushwick, New York, um, then Chicago, Ohio, Pittsburgh, and then we'll have some other dates as yeah. we like. Yeah, the like, yeah, Pittsburgh, Columbus, Cincinnati, and Chicago are all with Alice. Oh, Cleveland, Cleveland. Oh, Cleveland. Yeah, so, that's Alice. Me. And then like and then our like, city <laughs> our kind of like um release shows that we were doing um, are just like Philadelphia, DC, yeah. Bushwick. We always played Baltimore regularly too. Yeah, like, but hopefully, yeah, we'll play Baltimore. Try to play there like once a month. Or yeah. Month, every month and a half, I'd say. Month and a half. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> every 47 <laughs> days. That's what we're doing. Shit, we gotta get to Baltimore. <laughs> but yeah, no. But I think that we'll have some other stuff that um, is like not announced yet or like yeah. together that we'll um, hopefully be able to share on the internet if people want to yeah. look up um, anything about us. It's just at, at Bacchae Band on all social media platforms. Awesome. Everybody, please be sure to follow Buckeye. Check out Pleasure Vision. It's an awesome record. You're going to love it. Your favorite characters probably do. (laughs) Thanks so much for joining. Thank you, Amanda. This is so fun.
You just heard Buckeye. Thank you so much to Katie and Rena for reconnecting with me and sharing all of what went into Pleasure Vision. Be sure to stream and buy Pleasure Vision, now available through Get Better Records. That's it for this week, but you can always keep up with me online. Follow the podcast on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram for regular updates. Subscribe and follow on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Podbean, Stitcher, Overcast, and more. Want to tell me what you think of the podcast? Leave a review on any of the apps. I'd love to hear from you. For more news, thoughts, feels, or just all the podcast episodes, please visit anchorgirlmusic.com. If you're interested in pledging your support on Patreon, please feel free to visit the website or at patreon.com slash angrygirlmusic. Every patron gets a shout out on the website and the pod, and more. So thank you to the following monthly patrons, Molly, Carly, Kendra, and Sam. I'm always booking guest spots, so hit me up at angrygirlmusic at gmail.com. Whether you write and play music, run a blog, take photos, work in publicity, or book shows, this can be a space for you. Send me a link to your work, and let's chat. Until next time, stay angry, take care of yourself, take care of your loved ones right now. Bye for now. I'm not the